I've mentioned a few times before that um, the university I went to was St. Thomas Aquinas University. So uh, my whole theological education in, in the specific sense was all, all Dominican. And so today we celebrate St. Dominic. And it, it's funny because the Dominicans, it seems like at times get almost more credit for St. Thomas than they do for their namesake of St. Dominic a lot of the times. But um, St. Dominic was an amazing, amazing example of a saint when we look at sainthood. Um, they said that he often didn't speak unless he was speaking to God or about God. That's what his brothers had observed about him. And he produced, as were St. Thomas Aquinas, produced tons of writing, tons and tons and tons. He was so prolific, St. Thomas, that he had scribes follow him around and, and actually record what he said in rotation because he said so much. <laughs> but St. Dominic, on the other hand, we only have a couple of documents that were written by his own hand. And most of them were the, just the establishment of the, the monastery, the, the sister houses that they were opening up for, for religious sisters. Just a couple of those establishments right there. But it was through the observation of his brethren and those that wrote about him that we know about his amazing example. So they saw him. He either was preaching about God or he was talking you know, directly to him in prayer. And he just, I don't know, he just was kind of a crazy, one of my favorite stories about St. Dominic is that um, he, his mother had a dream about him. And I, I don't, if, if anybody has a devotion to, you know, mothers and sons like St. Saint, Saint Augustine, St. Monica, the, these types of things, these stories are always kind of touch my heart. But St. Dominic's mother had a dream about him. And her dream was of a dog with a torch in his mouth running around the world setting fire to the world. And so she went to a priest and said, you know, what, what does this mean? And the priest told her that this means that your son is going to be a great preacher and spread the gospel to the world, you know, as if, as if by fire. And so when you see a statue of St. Dominic and you see a little dog with the torch in his mouth right there, sometimes maybe standing like on a globe or something like that, that's what that's the symbol for. And so one of the things that's kind of amazing as well about Dominic, about the Dominican order, is that it's um, Domini, Dominicanes. It's basically the law, the Lord's dogs, Dominicanes, you know, Dominic, is where that comes from. And so in Latin, basically, it's the Lord's dogs. That's what it came from. And so you see OP after um, the name of Dominican priests and sisters, which stands for the order of preachers. So their whole, their whole way of teaching was to go out and to preach the gospel and now um this is this is kind of a funny joke that i've heard many a times before and it's it's funny because different religious orders sort of like to give each other sort of a little bit of a ribbing you know they kind of like to poke at each other and joke around with each other and um and so i mentioned the great mother of saint dominic today and so you guys know this about me already. I kind of like to point people out who are here sometimes, and so Justin's parents are here today. And so not, not every priest or future priest has great parents, but it certainly helps, and I do, and Justin does in this case. And so one of the things I joke around is that Justin went to Jesuit high school, and he, and he actually goes to the Jesuit University in Rome. And so now St. Dominic, he fought 
strong and preached hard against the Albigensian heresy. And so the joke goes like this. They say that the Dominicans were founded to fight the Albigensian heresy, and they say that the Jesuits were founded to fight the Protestant heresy. When's the last time you saw an Albigensian walking around? And so, so I, lo I love hearing them say that to one another because it's always kind of a lot of fun for me. And so I, just, Justin and I constantly joke around about this. But that being said, I have a great devotion to St. Ignatius of Loyola as well as my, my Dominican roots. And, and, you know, Justin's the same way, but we still give each other a hard time for studying at opposite universities. But St. Dominic, he was the example of faith, the thing that was actually lacking in our gospel today. That was the thing that Jesus said that the disciples were not able to heal because of their lack of faith or because of their small faith. You know, hope, faith, as we know from what St. Paul says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. So it's what we can't see, the same way I've reminded us a lot lately about what we think about sacramentals as or sacraments as, is similar to what our faith is. You know, a sacrament is a visible sign of an invisible reality. Just like our faith is an assurance of something that we can't see, that we believe is actually real. It's a substantial, actual thing in our life. And so we need to, to believe why we're here, just like we need to believe that there's power in the sacraments. Like I said, we use physical things like a baptismal font and water to give this, this invisible grace of God, this invisible power. And today we'll celebrate the Eucharist. Something that, again, it still just appears under what we say an accident, the accidental form of this bread and wine. It still looks like bread and wine. Although the invisible reality is actually body and blood of Christ that nourishes us on the journey. And so, just like the disciples had trouble, we have trouble believing sometimes. But we have to convince ourselves sometimes, give ourselves pep talks, and continue to practice our faith, continue to follow examples like St. Dominic, who seek to set fire to the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless you all.